0: Good morning, Nashville. My name is Braden Gall, and this is the 440 for Tuesday, January 11th. Coming up on the show today, of course, congratulations to the Georgia Bulldogs, but we focus on the Tennessee Titans, and I have a long conversation with Zach Lyons of the Football and Other F-Words podcast. We talk about Titans' expectations, we talk about the matchups he doesn't want to see in the postseason, and we talk about where this season ranks for the Tennessee Titans historically. So today we focus a lot on the Titans with a little hat tip to the Georgia Bulldogs on their national championship. The 440 is brought to you by the Kingston Group. You guys know the drill. Nashville's award-winning, locally-owned, custom home and remodeling firm. There is zero reason for you to make any decisions about your house without speaking to them. You may not use them, but they're going to help you in the process. So check them out. BuildKG.com. That's the Kingston Group. BuildKG.com is the website. Congratulations to the Georgia Bulldogs on their national championship, the first since 1980 as they defeated the Alabama Crimson Tide in the The national championship game on Monday evening, of course, they were able to run the football. Stetson Bennett made a couple of big throws, and the Georgia defense continually got off the field inside their own territory every single time they really needed to outside of the one... Touchdown that Alabama was able to score after a very bizarre fumble call. Uh, We will have a ton of reaction for you on the Fringe Element podcast, of course. Myself, Aaron Dugan, Stephen Godfrey will have a long sit-down conversation and and, and sort of uh, autopsy of the national championship. Congratulations to the Georgia Bulldogs on the big win. Fringe Element, of course, comes out every single Wednesday morning, so make sure you check that out. We're going to tape that on Tuesday. Uh, You'll have a really fresh episode uh, breaking down the entire national championship game. And I'll have more for you on the early, early, early top 25 in 2022 coming up this week on the show as well. But for this episode, I wanted to focus heavily on the Titans. So let's get to Zach Lyons of Broadway Sports Media and Football and Other F-Words. We welcome Zach Lyons of the Football and Other F-Words podcast to the show. Of course, every single Tuesday out from Broadway Sports Media. Yourself, Michael Gillum, do a great job on that podcast. And I assume all things happy on the F-Words pod this week
1: it's 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 two weeks of, in a row that we get to take <laughs> massive amounts of victory laps over multiple points of view that we have been hammering the table on throughout throughout the whole season that all just came to fruition in one game it was it was fantastic
0: so they beat the titans beat Houston i want to get your thoughts generally on this the season as a whole now that we've seen the entirety of it all the one seed the division championship the injuries You know, all the things that this this team in particular accomplished, where does it rank? I don't want to say in terms of greatness historically, but just as a story, as a drama and as a collective, where does this 2021 Titans team rank in sort of your memories of all the other Titans teams that have that have come before?
1: I think it's it's near the top of one of the most compelling Tennessee Titans football seasons that they've ever had since moving to Tennessee. I would put the Super Bowl run as number one because it is the Super Bowl run. Right. And it is the the you know, the short you're just a little too short of winning that game. Right. I mean, there's but that whole season, you know, is just filled with a bunch of firsts for this team. Now, this season, a lot of people want to say the two keep bringing up the 2008 season. I don't know if people really remember the 2008 season. And while it is impressive they win on that huge win streak, it was such a boring team for the most part because Kerry Collins was your quarterback. Really good defense, but it it was still Jeff Fisher, right? I mean, it was still just, you know, run the ball, pound the ball, you know, nothing really too exciting. But there was no drama. The drama came in the playoff game against the Ravens, obviously, but throughout the season there really wasn't any drama around this team. Whereas now you have Twitter. And social media at the at its height. And you have the injuries that have befallen this team. The you got Mike Vrabel in talks for coach of the year. You have should have John Robinson in talks as executive of the year. You have them getting the one seed, and they looked like a complete team, even after Henry went down. Just the storyline after storyline after storyline of things this team had to overcome. And for the most part, looked really good doing it in some games is an amazing storyline. I It's been the most fun since we started the podcast. I've had cover in the team. And it's been one of the most fun scenes I've had in a very,
0: very, very long time. I think I had you on before the season, before any of all that drama happened. And and you said team, fans should be talking and using the phrase Super Bowl. And obviously as a one seed, Super Bowl is the expectation. They're not the favorite in the AFC, but that's just a Vegas thing. It, it Expectations haven't changed in your mind, right? Right.
1: Expectations have remained the same through everything. And that that's one of the things that I've said, you know, maybe the level of expectation has changed a little bit. Maybe I'm not like 100 percent you know, this team is gonna go to the Super Bowl. Maybe I was like 90% sure this team was gonna go to the Super Bowl or this or that. But this team's expectations, you've you've heard it all from the players, you heard it from John Robinson on multiple occasions, is the Super Bowl. It's not oh, we won the division. It's not, you know, oh, we got the first seed. It doesn't stop there. They keep on going. They are two games away from the Super Bowl. That is just outstanding, especially when you take into the fact that you're getting Derrick Henry back at the best time. And you saw that I think the Tennessee Titans were working through this whole chemistry issue with Julio Jones, and they were specifically targeting Julio Jones throughout this uh, Texans game. And that's also a good sign going for it. It's just, Right now, you couldn't have asked for a better ending to a season that could have gone horribly, horribly wrong with any other head coach, with any other executive, and with any other team.
0: I think, to me, that's what's amazing about it, the drama of how it's all coming together at the right time. Um, And now the pressure is, of course, to win two more games and get to the Super Bowl. What what matchup? They will not play, obviously, Kansas City or Buffalo until at least the AFC Championship game, probably the top two contenders in, in, in the conference. What matchup do you not want to see in the first round for the Titans?
1: In the first round, I don't want to see the Cincinnati Bengals. So I'm hoping for either a Patriots, Raiders, or Steelers upset at some point because I think the Cincinnati Bengals are red hot at the right time. I think that right now Joe Burrow is playing lights out. And for the most part, you look at the – I know this defense is great, right? This defense can put pressure on Joe Burrow. And that is that is good, but you also have to worry about – quick passes to Jamar Chase, who could take it easily to the house at any point, you still got Tyler Boyd and T Higgins. It's a tough matchup for the Tennessee Titans offensively, defensively. And, you know, it's, it's no cakewalk to me. They're the scariest team in the AFC right now, because you've seen this team be able to beat Kansas city. You've seen this team be able to beat Buffalo bills on, on numerous occasions. And I think that when you really think about it, Cincinnati is just such an unknown as far as the Titans aren't that familiar with them. I know they played them last year in the season and they lost, but this is an entirely different offense with Jamar chase and Jamar chase better be the rookie of the offensive rookie of the year. If not, what are we doing here? People.
0: (laughs) Um, All right. This is a totally leading question. So I'm I'm acknowledging that on the front end, but why are, why, what is it about Titans fans and to some degree, some Titans media that, that make them so sensitive to sort of what, other people that they don't care about and don't know say about their team. Why is it the Titans fans are so actively seeking of grievance from folks that really they should not give a shit about in my opinion. Yeah, for the most part I agree
1: with you. Like the opinion talking heads and stuff like that you shouldn't really care about. Now they do care because you when you turn on these TVs you see teams that aren't winning that are getting much more respect or aren't that good that are getting much more airtime uh, from these talking heads. But the, the reason is, is, because those things are totally interesting, right? I mean, the good morning football opened the show up with the Los Angeles Chargers and the Las Vegas Raiders. The Colts losing to Jacksonville is a bigger story than the Titans beating the Texans. Yeah, the Titans are the one seed, but there are so many more storylines that can happen in any given week. Talking heads, I'm not too concerned about. I, this this is leading question to the Adam Schefter you know getting the Derrick Henry thing wrong. Look, I don't put my faith in a lot of Adam Schefter tweets, and and you you tend to be the same, right? I'm a very much an Ian Rapoport and Diana Rossini kind of guy. That being said, if if my the video I put out, if that video you know had fifty thousand views, if of the people that watched that video decided I'm not going to trust Adam Schefter anymore. That is worth it. It's, I think, I don't know if we're really gatekeepers, but as people with a voice and a platform, I think it's okay to attack or to bring up the fact that a report was totally wrong and he could have done better in his reporting. And he reported it as almost straight up fact, that it's okay to bring it up because I think that more people need, that needs to be in the forefront. If you just ignore it, you're not really going to grow a uh, movement to ignore Adam Schefter. That's just kind of where I stand on on those two particular things. Ignore the talking heads. They're always going to be around because they're there for ratings. And and Adam Schefter is always going to be around, but it's much easier to ignore Adam Schefter than it is to ignore about 20 other people.
0: Yeah, it's it, what what and I try to tell this to Titans fans, I, literally in-laws, people in my family and friends. I say, "Guys, the, the the reason the Titans aren't talked about is not because they're not good at football. It's because it's a smaller fan base and a smaller market that's only been around for 20 years and you just people just people in Chicago and Los Angeles and Seattle and Boston don't care as much as they do about whoever the Giants quarterback is at the time. Like it's just it's not a it's a it's a ratings and media decision, not a football decision." when the Titans don't get talked about. I think smart, good, intelligent football people know how good this team is. They know how good Mike Vrabel is. They're going to vote for him for coach of the year. Derrick Henry, I think, was going to get a lot of MVP consideration if not win the award had he stayed healthy. So I think the message for me to Titans fans is good, smart football people know how good your team is. And when they get to the Super Bowl this year, everyone's going to have to acknowledge it.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I mean, at this point, uh, anything short of uh, getting to the super bowl is a massive disappointment i mean it, it may be massive is too too much hyperbole but it is is definitely a disappointment because that's what should have happened last year coming off of you know coming off the prior season in 2019 making it to the AFC championship game super bowl was supposed to be last year you know this is the year that if okay if titans went to the super bowl last year they're probably going to lose well then they would go the next year so we kind of missed a step in 2020 uh, along the way to 2021. So you got to make up for that uh, misstep, that lost
0: time. I'll be very honest with Titans fans here. And you know, I it's the Titans, generally a Titans audience on this show as a Green Bay Packers shareholder, I am terrified of playing the Titans in the Super Bowl. Just so you know, I- I'm, I'm not even kidding about that. I think Green Bay is going to make it to the Super Bowl and lose to the Titans.
1: <laughs> oh, do you do, what do you think about the whole boycotting Aaron oh, Rodgers? It's,
0: it's complete nonsense. He's going to okay. play. But you don't, you, don't, you don't sit out the Super Bowl. No one, No one does that. He, he maybe, I don't know. It'd be, if anybody were to do it, I feel like like that that story
1: was totally believable because of who it was about. <laughs> now, if it was like Joe Burrow saying that, and uh, then no, I wouldn't believe it. But if it was anybody other than Aaron Rodgers,
0: well, you know. Aaron Rodgers might be dumb, but he ain't stupid. So yeah, that's we'll true. Zach, of course, Zach Lyons at F words pod. You can follow him there of course on the Twitters football and other efforts out every single Tuesday from Broadway sports media. You and Michael Gillum do a great job. All, all the Titans fans out there. Make sure you're checking out that show football and other efforts. Zach, always a pleasure, man. Thank you so much. We appreciate it. Hey, thank you. The 440 is brought to you by the Kingston Group. You guys know the drill. Nashville's award-winning, locally-owned custom home and remodeling firm. There is zero reason for you to make any decisions about your house without speaking to them. You may not use them, but they're going to help you in the process. So check them out, buildkg.com. That's the Kingston Group. Buildkg.com is the website. Thank you guys all for listening. Make sure you check out all the great stuff over on Fringe Element. We got a lot of Twitter spaces stuff as well, at Braden Gall, at 440 Sports, for all your college football needs. So make sure you check that out. Thank you guys all for listening. Please share the product. This has been the 440 for Tuesday, January 11th. The 440 is a production of 440 Media, written and produced by Braden Gall, music by William Tyler.